0: Welcome back to Carriker and Smallman here on 101 ESPN, the voice of the Cardinals on Fox Sports Midwest, Dan McLaughlin and for Randy Carricker today. Let's head right back to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line as we continue to celebrate the career and the life of Lou Brock. We're thrilled to welcome in the president of the Cardinals, Bill DeWitt III. Bill, thank you so much for taking a few minutes out of your day to join Dan and I. How are you?
1: I'm good, thanks. How are you guys?
0: We're good, and it's a tough day for the Cardinals family, obviously, when you lose someone like Lou Brock, but from an organizational standpoint, what did Lou Brock mean to the St. Louis Cardinals?
1: Well, I mean, he was, you know, one of our great Hall of Famers, and, you know, such a personality, such a legend, and, um, you know, he represented an era that was um, so distinct for the Cardinals, and one of the things that Cardinals are so lucky to have in our history is all these different eras that kind of um, created championships but also personalities so if you go back to the gas house gang you had this rough and tumble group that won championships and and then you you come to the the eighty or sorry the 60s and you know as Lou got there it sort of rounded out this team that were like you know Albertos and Gibby and and Brock and and so you know it had such a personality and I think then later Ozzy's teams and Whitey's teams and then later Tony's teams but you get the idea that that, that uh, Brock's teams represented an era in Cardinals baseball that was so distinct and important for our history, and he was obviously such a key part of it.
2: Hey, Bill, great to hear your voice. Um, doubleheader coming up later today down at Busch Stadium, so good to have baseball back. And I think about opening day when I think about Lou Brock. I think about your family being down on the field. What was it like being down there greeting the players and standing next to the Red Jackets and the Hall of Famers, and in particular, Lou Brock?
1: Well, it's kind of surreal, to be honest, uh, Dan, because it really um, th- those guys represent so much collectively. So when they're all in one room, it's kind of overwhelming and you don't end up having deeper conversations. You know, you're shaking hands and high fiving or whatever. Um, and then you see the pictures later and you go, wow, look at that group. But um, for for me, Lou just represented the ultimate in understated dignity and class and he um you know if you were hanging out with him he didn't need the conversation to come around to him and and i think that's such a rare quality in a superstar um but yet if the conversation did come around to him he would give you everything you know he would tell you about how he thought about base dealing how he um improved his game what he did to study the pitchers what he did to learn from other people in his era he would talk a little bit about some of the issues he dealt with from a race relations standpoint going up without animosity in his heart. He just was um there for you in any way you wanted him to be. Um or he was just happy to hang out and just be there. I mean it was just an amazing quality.
0: Bill, is there any one conversation that you can share with us that kind of stands above the rest that you had with Lou Brock?
1: Well, I'll give you a funny one. Um, and I'm going to sell my wife down the river a little bit on this one, (laughs) but she'll laugh because she tells it too. We were, had just gotten to St. Louis in 1996 and it was sort of late in the summer. Um, and she had just gotten there. I'd been there a lot of the summer and she didn't really know a lot about baseball. She's since become a big fan, but, um, and we're having dinner with a a group of people and Lou is there and my, and Lou jr. Is a friend of mine was there. And, um, we're talking about base dealing and Ira just all of a sudden my wife pops up and goes, you know, I just don't understand this thing with base dealing. She's like, you know, it just, I think it sends the wrong message to kids that you're rewarding theft, (laughs)
2: you
1: know? And I'm like kicking her under the table. I'm like, Ira, do you have any idea? And then, uh, you know, who Lou made his mark in base dealing or whatever. And she's like, Oh my God, I just, I can't believe I just said that. And, uh, and of course Lou is laughing and, and everybody's laughing and she's a little embarrassed. And Lou just totally puts her, he's like, you know, you're right. You know, he's like, you're right. She's like, he's like, it should be called something else. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it was just really a funny moment. Every time he saw her after that, he'd be like, yeah, you're working on that banning base dealing. You know, your husband's a big executive. I think he could get rid of that in the
2: game. Yeah. Right. <laughs> But that that was Lou, though, in, in his essence. You know, he would put you at ease and he would make you smile because he was always smiling, wasn't he, Bill?
1: He was. He was. And, and kind of the other thing I, I just always found mysterious about him is the way he spoke. You know, it was like this interesting blend of his Southern roots and um, other influences in his life. And it seems like he kind of picked it up along the way. And it just was this very... I don't know how to put it. I mean, very distinct, very unique, and and really pleasant to listen to the way he talked. And I don't know if you picked up on that, Danny.
2: Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. Yeah, his dialect was as unique as anybody in the game, and I loved it. I thought it was fascinating, and I've had hundreds of conversations with Lou Brock and I just I found the man to be the most gracious, wonderful man um that you could find in the game and I think you put it best is that there was no animosity in him. With all the different things that he went through in his life, no animosity and blended into every single conversation that was around him. That's why he was beloved in this town.
1: Yeah, no for sure. And and I people um you know, they are very touched by his passing I think because um, you know, like our other Hall of Famers, they're relatable. You know, the ones that are, have stayed in town and, and, and embedded themselves in the St. Louis community. And I don't think people realize how much that endears them to the St. Louis people and their fans.
0: Bill, it's pretty remarkable when you think about it to have such a lineage of not only Hall of Fame players, but remarkable men that you've had wear that uniform, be amazing torchbearers for the St. Louis Cardinals throughout the community, whether it's Stan Musial, Lou Brock, Ozzie Smith, the line continues. For you and your family, that has to be a pretty special thing to not only have players of that caliber, but people of that caliber represent the Cardinals.
1: It is, and I, you know, if you look around the league and just think about other teams, I, I just don't know another one that has that, you know, certainly not to our extent. And um, as I said before, there's kind of this lineage or like you, you mentioned it lineage, which when I think about the Cardinals, it, it's these eras of, of championship baseball and every fan has had um, their era of championship baseball, which is so special. Hopefully we can keep that going. But, and I think that creates, you know, particularly if you're at a certain age range when your team wins a championship, it just locks in that, that fan and that passion forever. And um, I think Lou represented that for the people um, who grew up in St. Louis in the sixties and early seventies. And um, they'll always have that. They'll always have that special place in their heart for a guy. Not only who was a great player, but he, was instrumental in those championships with what a great World Series performer he was.
2: I was saying today Bill, one of my my fondest memories of of Lou was an opening day in which we weren't sure whether or not he was going to come to opening day and it was kind of a, a last minute thing where he arrived, he was part of the motorcade and not only did he come to the motorcade and and go around the track but then got out of the convertible and was not wheeled out to the red jackets but decided that he was going to walk because he was so tough, and he had had his leg amputated, but walked there, and I looked over at Tim McCarver, who was doing the game with me, and tears were rolling down his cheeks. Um, it's a, it's an image I'll never, ever forget, which ties in um, the generations of families that have enjoyed the 60s and the 70s and the 80s. It just, it, it just meant everything to me as someone that grew up here, and it makes me think of my late father, who's been gone for a long time. But I, I just... I don't know, man. It just, it, it got to me and it just makes me think of Lou. It makes me think of Tim. It makes me think of Cardinal baseball. I don't know if you remember that day, but it just, it's it's an indelible image that will never ever leave me. And that's what Cardinal baseball is all about.
1: Yeah, I do remember that. It was very touching. And um, because it was so unknown of whether he'd be back again. And, and of course he, he did and he was very proud, right? I mean, that's part of it. Part of the competitive streak is, is, his pride. And, it was a little bit. It wasn't far below the surface in the sense that that's a good example of it, Danny. And then you know another one was, you know, we were working on the statue for him, and we kind of involved him a little bit. And this is way back because the statue's been there quite a while. And he, um, you know, we. What do you think, Lou? And of course, Harry Wemper does such a great job with the statues. How are you going to, you know, critique that? But he said, well, when we were talking about what, how do you want to be positioned, he said, well, I want to be hitting. I want to be hitting. Uh, I don't want to be running, and they were like, "Well, wait, well why? I mean, you're Lou Brock. I mean, you know, the base stealing. Because <laughs> right. like, I, I don't want, you know, I don't want to just be remembered for the base dealing. You know, I hit over three thousand hits, and you know, that was like one of those moments of, "Wait a minute, okay, this guy, you know, he's he's got that, you know, just under the surface, that uh, competitive nature is still there. And I think, um, you know, even to his last days, Lou Junior told me he said, "You wouldn't believe." how close we were so many times over the last year or two. And he's like, he just battled through it and just grinded it. And, you know, he gave us more great moments. So
2: that was a big part of his personality. Sure. Um, I I don't mean to put you on the spot with this one, Bill, because I know you handle these things with kid gloves and with care and with respect, but have you thought about, will the club wear a patch uh, to, to honor Lou and today moment of silence and really looking forward just to think about opening day and something special for Lou or even this season. Have you, have you even gotten that far?
1: Yeah, we've had those discussions. We are going to do a really cool tribute. I mean, are you, as you know, our team great and, and you help them out sometimes, Danny, but they, they're going to have a great um, video um, tribute to Lou on the game today, the first game, and probably some of the second game. Um, and then, of course, a lot of scoreboard related imagery that you'll catch on the game today. Um, and some other little special stuff, I won't give it away, that you'll just kind of see little touches around the ballpark today. Um, And then we will do a patch. Uh, We're working on that. It'll take a little bit, maybe a few days, three or four days, um, just because it takes a while. Um, But uh, we'll definitely honor him in that way through the rest of the season. Great.
0: Amazing. We'll be on the lookout for that. Bill, thank you so much for taking some time to join Dan and I and share some memories of the great Lou Brock. We really appreciate it.
2: Okay, guys. Thanks. Thanks, Bill.
0: That is the president of the St. Louis Cardinals, Bill DeWitt III, and we will continue our conversation about the life and career of Lou Brock. Coming up next, Rick Hummel, the commish of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. We are going to talk to him next here on 101 ESPN.